Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's Just Kickball Season 2, Volume 1. Yeah, I know, right? Just going to have to like roll it over right over the top. It's Yeah, it's a brand new season, so we figure, you know, why not roll with the punches and, and do uh, like everyone else is doing. Yeah, new year, new me, right? New, yeah, new year, new us. Yeah, us. New year, new uh, season. I know, it's... Uh, it is pretty awesome considering we've just gone through the entire 2020. We covered all of kickball that existed um, legitimately. I guess you could always follow that up with. And, uh, dude, it's crazy that that we're in volume two now, right? We're uh, we're almost to the point now, Beam, that uh, we've almost been doing this for almost a whole year. Right. I think we're coming two and a half months away from a full year. Yeah. I think like middle of March was like our first episode. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go back and rechase our steps to find out when like the next like the first original season started. But we started during the pandemic. There was mm-hmm. no kickball going on mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, we had to scramble for episodes. We just making <laughs> stuff up off the you know, <laughs> you know on the fly. You know what? I would love to like do an annual women's draft. You know, right? like, I mean, all things are possible now you got this season. It, it, it would be fantastic. But at the same time, you know, I, I think we need to get more play play going on. Right. Because yeah. I, I don't know how, how I don't know how much the, the draft would change if we did it again right now. Oh, man. How many of those women are still playing? How um, many of them will still want to play when they right? get back? So. Right. But you have to come clean now. I have to come clean. Yeah. Clean? Come clean now. Why are we not doing why are, we, why are we in episode or uh, season two? Because uh, season one's over. We well, just wrapped up our season. Oh yeah. no, that's what. It, <laughs> you're right. We joked about this. So, um, listen. Some of us don't really ever want to, you know, get old. No. And uh, I think when it came down to it, when we had the option of turning thirty in our first season or mm. just starting all over again, yeah. Why? Why even get into our thirties? That's no. just. I'm just gonna stay in the twenties. Push the reset button. Yep. We can control this age. I know, right? So instead of turning 30, we went right back to one. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new season uh, of Just Kickball. And we're going to bring the same the same talk, the same love, the, the loving energy, and the same uh, passion about the game that we did last season. You know, it's really easy to stay focused when you have kickball. Um I mean, thank you for those people who like did listen to us for the first couple seasons or first couple um, episodes. episodes. We really were trying to track, uh, you know, find topics to talk about when you don't have kickball, but you're doing a kickball podcast. Um, it was like off-season baseball without, without the, the look forward to actually playing baseball. You know? Yeah, I, I, I guess that's the benefit of being able to cover all the other sports. But we just cover kickball. Just kickball. Uh, you want to pay the bills? Let's do it. You got uh, Katie's Tasty Treats. He's getting so much better at that, guys. Uh, this time, it came out smoothly, just like <laughs> just like the, the, the high that comes from eating their treats. <laughs> um, I even talked to Jesse Wood, and uh, he said he could d- lower the dosage for me. Did he? Yeah, he did. So, okay, here, here's a little story. I had Travis come over to the house. Travis Beal, you guys know him, the virus. Comes over to the house uh, two nights ago, and we were watching Endgame. And we're trying to make popcorn, okay? And we're like, dude, let me make popcorn. It's like the like the homemade stuff. Put the kernels in the in the pot. Mm-hmm. I get the butter out, throw the oil in, and I'm seeing the weed butter he gave me, and uh, put a little bit of that. And I mean a little. I, I don't know how much I put in. I was fucked up for like 24 plus hours. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was in the fog. 
Wow. Um, just overall body high, just uh, mental. So <laughs> Travis is on the couch and he's fucking sleeping. And you know when like the dog is on the couch and they're like sleeping in like the most awkward fucking position? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Travis looked like. Like his fucking like foot was over here, his head was over here, his mouth was all wide open and shit. I had to like poke yeah, him the, with a the, stick. The drool coming down. And I was like, bro, you, bro, I got, I got the bed, bro. I got, the, I got the guest bedroom set up for you, man. Like, go, he's like, you're like, huh? I mean, like, yeah, I was fucked up. So, I got, I got, I got old Jesse Wood, and he's gonna dose it down. I, I think for me, I need like nothing more than forty milligrams per treat. Well, you know, I, I don't. God, it's just I I want to partake more, but I just never get around to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of these days maybe I'll I'll go out of my way and and uh, and figure out what my what my level my my prime level would right. be. I mean, but. my shit might be like twenty milligrams a treat. I don't know, but some of the stuff comes like a hundred millos, and I can't do it. Catch up, man. Yep. And then you got uh, PDX Dwellings. PDX Dwellings. I am. Uh, we are recording for the first yeah. time in my brand new home um, out here in Lentz, and uh, I'm excited. We moved over the the last week um, on Friday. We moved mm-hmm. in, so I've been here almost a week now, and uh, still haven't unpacked. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm making time for the podcast. Right. So if you are interested in buying a home, know somebody's selling a home. Uh, please reach out to the friend of the podcast and Cassandra, um, pdxdwellings.com. Again, dude, we don't get anything from these plugs. We get absolutely nothing other than helping the homies out. Just the, the warm feeling in our heart, knowing <laughs> that you know we may be helping one of you or um, one of our f- uh, close friends. Okay, and then there's a last plug, a new plug. I got Kevin Potter reach out to me. And um, I, from what I understand from the brief well, message he sent me, and I didn't actually get do a good job of following up. But he's got a Christmas light business that he does every year. And if you're interested in doing Christmas lights or uh, what is uh, technically called festoon lighting. That's the technical word. Festoon lighting. Festoon lighting. Interesting. Um, Yeah, hit up Kevin Potter. I guess he does this as a business and does it every um, holiday season. Do you know how long that word has been in the English Festoon? Festoon. I don't know. I wonder if that's a millennial phrase. No, it's an electrical code <laughs> phrase. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. I should have asked the, it's the electrician yeah. first. So as an electrician, festoon lighting is um, holiday lighting, and it, it has a defined limit of 90 days. Hmm. So you're allowed to do a lot of things when your limit is of 90 days. The more you know. There you go. Hey, well, also Dustin Razo. Dustin Razo's kid is oh, still, yeah. uh, you know, ra- fundraising to, uh, you know, basically help her her traveling softball, uh, softball team. team um so you know be sure to reach out reach out to dustin and see what you can do about uh, supporting her his daughter and and buy some bath bombs right um and you can find that on the facebook page i saw that you posted that absolutely and i i know that they've got some valentine's uh, special bath bombs out right now mm-hmm. so uh definitely look into that uh, it's for a great cause if you have anybody you love or don't love or you just love to not love. Anyways, just buy the damn bass bombs, yeah. right? Love yourself. Love yourself. Fuck it. So, all right. What's next, bud? Um, okay, let's just get this one out of the way. Let's uh, recap the 2020 season. Dude, a lot happened. It did. And uh, it, it it culminated mm-hmm. uh, about two weekends ago. Right, with, uh, the, with the playoffs. Right. It was... Um, 
stellar playoffs going. Could you imagine? I don't know if we could have a better day. It for... was an exciting day and fantastic weather for the uh-huh. most part. There was a little bit of drizzle, you know, in the, Maybe in the middle of one game or two, or so. but yeah. not much. Didn't no. really make too big of a difference on the, the outcome of the games, I don't believe. So. I don't think it impacted the games in a negative way. Um, it was it was totally one of the best days in January you're going to find to play kickball. But uh, before we talk about the tournament, let's talk about the season. Um, there was some major surprises in that season. I think Boot and Rally coming in at five and one um, was a was like the surprise of the was a surprise on the on the high end of the season, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean perhaps you know um, maybe you know none of us really knew much about the the team or the roster, or the makeup, but I don't know how much they they would say that it was a surprise to them. I think they probably had an expectation that they'd be uh, a competitive team. Uh, maybe it was a surprise to, you know, some of the other teams and, and some of our players, but I mean, definitely. Well, I mean, speaking as myself, it was a surprise to me because it's a new team. So mm-hmm. brand new team, old players, players played a lot. Like mm-hmm. we're not talking about players off the streets or, you know, from some college soccer team or whatever. These are active players within the community, but it was like a brand new, brand new group or brand new team with like a collection of players that, I don't know at all played together under like one leadership or one guidance and whatnot. Boot and Rally was my surprise up on the high end. Yeah, and then on the low end, I would imagine that kind of leads you to um, a team that rebounded really well. Uh, yeah, I mean they came back and and actually won the Division Two championship. Boot uh, Big City Big City Slam. Absolutely. Um, and, and I don't even know if I could categorize theirs as a as a surprise downside. Because they had tight losses, they did, and they, and it was also another team that was, you know, a collection of players that we all know and and knew can play the game mm-hmm. and and perform at a high level. It was just about how that team would kind of mesh together and fit. Right. Um, they went two and four for the regular season. Those four losses, I mean, half those losses or maybe all those losses could have gone the other way. Um, it was just you look at that team. And you, you, you see something, right? You say that team should win four games, yeah, right, against the same, you know, because every team has about the same group of players. You know, everybody has a catcher, everybody has a third baseman, everybody has to have an outfield, you know. And roughly speaking, they're all relatively similar players, right? So you're telling me that everybody has to have a catcher, everybody <laughs> has to have a third baseman. Beam is dropping oh, the knowledge on everyone. Yeah. I don't know if you guys Let are me... paying attention, but he's uh, stating the obvious. Yeah, yeah. You have to, <laughs> everybody has to have four women and four dudes. Oh, God. Everybody plays on Sunday. I'm a real fucking and genius And they now. play with a, r- a round rubber ball. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One must kick the ball. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I I was hearing you explain this, and I was like, oh no, hold on. Yeah, I you know what I meant. Like, I everybody didn't know has what you to meant. have yes. like a like a like a a competent like a Division One catcher, right? Correct. Division Two, third one, third baseman, Division One outfield. You won't win. You won't make it Division One. In order to to compete mm-hmm. with those top teams, you have to have solid players in, at those positions. Right. If I'm looking at that Division Two standing, Division Two outlet, it was most certainly Big City Slams that of the bunch was the most deserving to get up in the in the in the top um uh, kickaholics was another surprise you know and not to say that it it would have changed the outcome of the tournament at all but it was definitely a disappointment to me or you know that they weren't able to field field a, a team on uh that sunday so 
Um, you know yeah. what the sick part about that was? That was a day of situation, man. It absolutely like, was. I'm not trying to call anybody out, mm-hmm. but like as a as a captain myself, you're a captain. Um, day of, tell me you can't make the tournament. That's rough. No, it's, it's, I mean, those are those moments as a captain that you just... Dude, I would dread. I don't know if you want to play with a lot of those people again. I don't know. In, I'm, in, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to call anybody out. I don't, no, I'm not, not at all. Not an I don't even know, I don't the, details know the details of the circumstances. Yeah. Like, we're not in the know. Um, I, you know. I'd call Andrew Ryan a homie of mine. I'd call Red a homie of mine. But I wouldn't say like I actually explicitly talked to them and got any details. Yeah. Like, none of my business, right? Sure, different but, kitchen, but it's definitely a different kitchen, different yeah. chef, different chef. Uh, but it's it's absolutely something that just you know drives you mad as a captain. So, yeah. I mean, especially um, tournament day, no show tournament, or I don't know, wasn't a no show, it was just a non compete. I don't know for sure. But at the same time, as I was mentioning, I don't necessarily feel like that had a significant impact mm-hmm. on the way the tournament broke down. Guar game came to play. Oh yeah, and um and and really, it, it could have been any one of the teams that were in that top bracket that. Walked away with if we're just playing, walking down this imaginary road. Sure. What would that game have looked like? Big City ends up winning Division Two. They look good in both their games. They mm-hmm. they mop up on Virgins. They mop up even more on Twenty One Outs. Um, Guar versus Big City. What's the score of that game? You know, I I don't know. Um, I know they on they, tournament day. I know Guar played uh, departed super well. Holy fuck, do they? <laughs> and uh, I mean, they they had a what is a two run lead in the one, this, uh, one, one run, run lead, lead in the seventh. In the seventh. So um, With two outs. Yeah, they were they were one out away. One from, out away from winning, from winning the championship. The so um, I don't know. I, to me, Guar came to play. I, I I have a feeling that you know Guar would have been able to find a way to pull that game off. But again, any given Sunday, um, you know, teams. Can I I'd have to happen. agree. I think. I think Guar, well, I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna attempt to declare my opinion is not biased. I, I'm the captain of the departed. Um, I do believe we rightfully won the championship, and that's a tough game against everybody, right? Four-two uh, against Boot and Rally, not an easy game. Ten-six um, against Guar, where we get bailed out with one out left in the um, in the seventh. You know, yeah, a big, huge clutch kick. Are you kidding me? Audrey so, going left and kicking a double. You know, yeah. um, we're down five six, and with two outs in the seventh inning. Yeah, yeah. we got bailed out. We got bailed out. But that's the thing I'm trying to get at, though. Is like Guar showed up to play. Yeah, they came out. They pushed us to the very edge. Um, if you if you just watching that game as an outside perspective, both teams basically did exactly what both teams do. Yeah. No, um, Guar deserves their, you know, my hat, you know, you know, tipped off to them. Um, Not my hat. My my buddy Panda got me this hat. I don't want to give this one. That one stays on some other hat. If I had a different hat, I'd give it to him. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I I saw it. Guar came out, and it's a five-six game with one out left in the game. Both teams basically do, you know, that was incredible yeah incredible work no it was great and uh i know you got to play in the second um the second bracket of games too with, with virgins, uh, with virgins and... on third so uh talk a little bit about how, how the your game against big city slams <sighs> um work. well you know we so virgins on third base playing big city slams uh definitely was at not full strength we didn't uh, know yeti so yeti um for personal reasons couldn't make the game um 
Yeah, it was tough. You have probably one of our deepest ball hitters, our normal third baseman, not taking the field. It was a huge hole in your huge lineup. Huge hole in the lineup. And we play 11-6 to uh, Big City. Big City, you know, was going to score their runs no matter what. Could we have scored more runs? Could we have kept them off the board a little more with uh, with Yeti on the field? Yeah, Maybe. we could have. Yeah, absolutely could have. Um, turns out we don't have Yeti. And we lose 11-6 to Big City. Turns out Big City goes on in 11-4 to 21 outs. And Big City looks good on the day. Yeah. So what are you going to do? No, they, they look great. And, um, you know, it... As injuries or, or people missing games, it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's part of the, it's part of the nature of, of play. So uh, I think Big City, you know, rightfully won that championship, and honestly, probably had. I mean, we talked about the fact that they probably had a, a little bit of a, a gripe uh, or a stake to, to claim in that top Man, division. It's tough. So I don't think they did, and I'm and I'm not going to back off this. I I I know these people well mm-hmm. enough. And I don't think they did. I think the the two and four on the season matters. Yeah, you know, and you have to look at that. And um, you know, were they the team that could have been in that division? Absolutely. If we knew Kickaholics wasn't going to make it, would they be the team that should have been bumped up? I think it's potentially. Yeah, it could have been them. I well, I mean, I think they're they're one I, of those teams that would have been, been them. They they're one of those teams that would have been able to be like bracket busters, you know, if mm-hmm. if um, it's a six team tournament, yeah, or you know an eight team tournament, um, you know maybe an early game against uh, you know one of those top mm-hmm. teams would have you know made things a little different. So. I mean, first game of the tournament, I don't want to play big city slams. No, mm, not me. I I, I mean, not, granted, all the teams are good yeah. in the top four, right? But if I didn't have to, why would I? Well, and the good thing is, is um, they're they're coming back. So yeah. I mean, they'll have another opportunity to kind of um, you know continue to grow as a team together mm-hmm. and um, and compete in this year's uh, or this winter's tournament. Right. So, so we we'll got, see how that goes. How how's that third division? Yeah. So we got Division One, Division Two done. Excuse me. Division Three ended up with Pitch Slap uh, winning that championship, and uh, they had two good games. Beat uh, four seasons. Um, landscaping over uh, that was a 13-10 game and then they beat Juggernaut uh, 4-3 which I unfortunately wasn't there I ended up you know of course you gotta celebrate your win so I left the field and I don't think Underdog really wanted us on the field in the first place but I really wish I was there to watch that game it looks like Pitch Slap's a really up and coming team Mm -hmm. and they have hopefully no business being in the bottom uh, division this next time yeah and they're gonna be a solid middle of the pack team solid um you know fighting for three to four wins every every season and they're another team that's back for the winter they are uh, season right so mm-hmm. um yeah it'll be interesting to see kind of how that plays out i i'm looking forward to playing against uh, them again and hopefully that'll be the case i don't know if we so uh we'll look at the we'll look at the schedule yeah we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about the next season here coming up but okay um what else we got bud well i got my end of season rankings which i don't know how important these are anymore but this is just how 2020 ended. Hey, listen, I, I think it's only fair that uh, we wrap the 2020 season up with the final top 10 list for uh, for the beam. So uh, what do, what do we have at number 10? Who do we have at number 10? Number 10, Juggernaut. Uh, Juggernaut ends up losing in the championship bracket of Division 3, uh, 4-3 to pitch slap um, in an impressive game. 
Number 10, Juggernaut. Perfect. Number 9. Uh, gas, Grass, and Ass. Of the, of the teams in the top, in that middle bracket, um, you know, I, I hate to say that they were the least impressive, but they were the yeah, least impressive team. Um, stellar squad, don't get me wrong, um, but they're going to be at the 9 spot. Gas, Ass, and Grass are Gas, grass, and ass. No problem. Hey, all right. So, what's number eight? Who's number eight? Uh, number eight, pitch slap. Uh, pitch slap with their impressive win against Juggernaut and beating up on a four season landscaping. Um, yeah, I think you win a ship. I think it kind of gives you a bump. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm not prepared to push them up too high, but I think at number uh, number eight, pitch slap kind of fits them old. Sure. Okay. Well, I can buy that. What, um, we're cracking into number seven here. Okay. Number seven, you got 21 outs. Uh, they beat Gas, Grass, and Ass um, to play uh, Big City Slams in the championship. And, um, you know, a decent win against um, Gas, Grass, and Ass. Um, not so great showing against Big City Slams. And that goes two ways, you know. Um, a, is Big City Slams like the last team that should have been up in the top four? Of course they are. Um, but that doesn't, you know, take take away from, hey, this is a championship game. You better be ready to play. Yeah. Uh, 11-4, that's, that's a little bit too wide of a margin to tell me you need to be any higher than the number 17. All right. And uh, we're on to six now. Okay. The only reason you go with Virgins here at six is because their score was 11-6. Um, so two-run differential just on paper looks better. Okay. I can buy that. Number five. Number five, um, number five. I'm gonna have to throw out a penalty shot here. Uh, if this was hockey, this team would be sitting in the in a two minute timeout. Um, Kickaholics, it's tough, and I don't want to take anything from Andrew Ryan because the guy can captain and the guy can play. But when you don't, when you forfeit a tournament team, the day of, you know, it really takes the fun and the wind out of everybody's sails. Yeah, and Kickaholics, if I remember correctly, were, were in the top spot Boy. on that ranking last time, right? They were my last my last uh, ranking that I produced before that tournament. They were my number one team. Wow. And, uh, yeah, man, that's a gut punch. It really would have been great to see them, you know, participate in that tournament. And obviously, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm not sure if the, the games end up any different uh, had they participated, but regardless – you know, it, it definitely should impact their ranking. So I, I don't know how, how much I can fault you for that. Who do you have at uh, number four? Number four. Um, number four, I think, as far as my rankings go, they're probably the big winners of the rankings. Boone Rally sit at number four. They really did dominate the, um, that middle bunch. They scored a ton of runs. So they scored 22 runs, giving up 10. Um, Boone Rally looked impressive. Man, I... I, I, I love walking down that whole, you know, what shoulda, coulda, woulda game. And I think they look good against a lot of teams. Um, would they beat in the third place team? I don't know. I don't know. I would have loved to see them play against Squar mm -hmm. um, also. But it would have been fun. It would have been super fun to watch them against Squar. Really fun to watch Departed, Boone Rally, you know. But it is what it is. They, get, they played the games. They won their games. I put them at number four. All right. Number three. Number three, this one, I think this is where they were at to end the season rankings. Boone Rally. Boone Rally plays a 4-2 game against Departed. Didn't we just say Boone Rally? No. Big City Slams. Oh, Big City Slams. Yeah, it was number four. I think we said, I think you said Boone Rally, but you meant Big City Slams. Okay, so everything <laughs> I said, everything I said was about Big City Slams. Perfect. That is totally inappropriate. <laughs> and um, uh, 
Okay, I mean, if we're here and we're live, that's fine. I'm mildly dyslexic uh, when it comes to letters. Um, fours and sevens do it to me, and obviously Big City Slams and Boone Rally has done it to me. Um, <laughs> well, they both start with Bs. Yeah. Either way, I just wanted to make sure we understood where um, we were. I'm really sorry for the listeners. So I have Big City Slams at number four. Perfect. Number three now is Boot, Boot and Rally. Rally. And I even have it written down that way, too. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> number three, Boot and Rally. Boot and Rally comes in, plays 4-2 against Departed. I got to tell you, I don't... I got to tell you, I don't think they thought they were that impressive offensively. Mm. So this isn't just me sitting here, high horse, winning the ship, talking shit. No. They, you score two runs in a game, it's tough to win at any, you know, at any level. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, offensively, I don't think they had the greatest performance, and I think they tell you they didn't have the greatest performance. Um, but they're still a top four team, and they still come in at number three. That makes a, a, a lot of sense to me. Uh, number two. Number two, I'd call one A or one B. Uh, Guar. Guar showed up and played. Man, they pushed, departed to, uh, basically. Six innings and two outs and one out away from when they shipped themselves. Guar, you know, I know they listen. They're a fucking top-notch team, and this could have been one out away from them being the number one team. So Guar is number two. Yeah, great team, a great group of players. Travis Harmon is a leader squad. Yeah, no, it was it, it was a really fun game to be a part of. Uh, and then uh, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So who so who who do we have at number one? Um. I mean, I can throw it out there. Uh, do you want to give it up there? I'll give it out there. This is the virus coming in at number one. Departed. So, I mean, uh, yeah. So we have Travis here in the, in the show today. He's just chilling, making noise. Uh, but, yeah, I, it, as a team captain of Departed, I don't think it's too far to toot my own horn in the subject matter. Um, I'm really, really happy with the performance we had um, uh, on that Sunday. Um, the team really buckled down. Uh, we had team meetings as far as how we're going to attack different offense or de- different defenses, what our offensive strategy is going to be, and we really followed through with both attack strategies against uh, Boot and Rally and Guar. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think some of us kind of hit the the cryogenic you know <laughs> chamber a little bit and tried to turn back the clock a smidge, and I think we played a lot younger than what. Um, you know, our, our ages would really indicate <laughs> it's it's interesting youth youth wins right but youth youth doesn't always beat experience and if you don't have the experience there um i think experience can kind of come in and backdoor you a little bit but it, it, listen it's neither here or there we, i don't we don't need to talk about it no, too much no, but we, it definitely felt good so to travis you got something to say i just have one thing to say <clears throat> the teams that showed up and played very well i appreciate it so much Guar, amazing team, probably the best team I've seen all season. But if you're going to talk shit, back <laughs> it up. All right. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's Virus speaking on behalf of The Departed, and uh, that was <laughs> Beam's top ten. Yeah, that's my top ten. Uh, we knew that was going to go there. <laughs> um, all right, so that takes us into 2021. All right, 2021 is a brand-new season. Yep. We're, we're in a brand-new season of Just Kickball. Let's talk about uh, this week's games. Oh, we want to talk about this week's games. Do we want to th- talk about the, the teams in this uh, this year's division. Well, how about let's talk about let's let's talk about the teams. Okay, so oh man, I was not ready for this. I know. Here we go. While uh, he's looking up the team names, I'll uh, again plug PDX <laughs> Dwellings <laughs> and Katie's Tasty Treats. All right, got it. Here we go. 
Uh, we've got 21 outs coming back. Gas, grass, and ass coming back. We got a new team called Demolicious. I never heard of them. But it's a fun name. It's a great name. It's Demolicious. Uh, Guard making their comeback. Uh, you got TIE Fighters making a... Uh, a debut. A debut. You got an indie team. Uh, you got Virgins in third base making their way back. Big City Slams making their way back. Pitch Slap. Juggernaut. And Boot and Rally. All right, so uh, got a lot of teams that are returning. I know uh, TIE Fighters, while it's a brand new name, uh, there's a good collection of players that uh, have played together before. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll, it'll be an, it'll, I feel like it'll be a top-tier uh, you know, top team. That's a team that I'm captaining, uh, not to toot my own horn, but uh, we're going to bring it. I think so. I think, I, think there's, I think there's another four teams here, five teams here, that are going to vie for a top four if they're going to do a, uh, a top four bracket like they did last season. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's 11 teams, so mm-hmm. they can do, uh, what, a 4-4-3 with, a, with one team getting the bye like they did last time in the, yeah. in the bottom bracket? Yep. Yeah, it should be fun. Okay. Um, you want to talk about last week's uh, scores? Last week's scores are, yeah, we can talk about that. So, yeah. So, what happened? Let's fill us in on the, the games that happened last week. Okay, last week, which um, uh, very interestingly enough uh, played, and there was obviously four teams that didn't because mm-hmm. of, uh, a lot of it was COVID-related and, and suspensions. And I don't know if we necessarily need to get into that, but that's just what it was. Sure, but the league playing it safe, wanting to make sure that, that uh, you know, it treated the players uh, the right way considering the circumstances – uh, granted a couple teams the buy so right. um we you know tie fighters was was a part of that group um, uh, big city slam big city slams, War, and uh, virgins. virgins on yeah. third also so, so. um it, you know they'll play a, a couple more double headers than than the other teams will but i think everybody's gonna get their six games i i think this is just another opportunity to be like thank you underdog for really trying to take everybody's health as their number one priority absolutely so uh, first game last week was Boot and Rally versus 21 Outs. This kind of surprised me with the score, 12 to 2, 21 Outs over Boot and Rally. Um, you know, you have to wonder whether or not that's a little bit of a you know, like they call them trap games mm. or let me down games. Um, you know, c- coming off of a tournament game and then playing it, you know, uh, the next week in May. No, it was really interesting because. Um, they both had like the opposite performances. Yeah. Right. Twenty one outs. Sure, they got to the championship game, but they didn't really perform the best. And uh, Boone Rally. Sure, they didn't like score a bunch of runs, but they played really, really good defense against Departed. Yeah. Right. And they. I wonder if they had their full roster. Either way, I mean, clearly twenty one outs came to play. The, mm-hmm. You know that uh, this week and uh, Boone Rally. You know, is is going to start the season zero and one and probably right. bounce back stronger than ever next week. Uh, next game was a really, really tight one. Um, and, man, I don't even know what to make of this. Pitch Flap wins the Division Three championship, mm-hmm. right? And I had them last year leaving the leaving the leaving my last rankings at number eight. And then Gas, Grass, and Ass loses their opener in that tournament against 21 outs. And they play each other in the first game, right? So this is like the 7-8 matchup, 7-9, uh, 8-9 matchup. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Boy, it, it goes 8-7. Gas, wow. grass, and ass against over pitch slap. Wow. So gas, grass, and ass, uh, the lower-ranked team on your, on my rankings, on your rankings, yeah. uh, overcame uh, pitch slap this week. Well, that's a, that's a great it, way to start the season. It's a them. great way. Like, these teams, you can tell how evenly matched these teams mm-hmm. are. You can tell like they're presenting the same level of players, right? 
Eight yeah. seven is eight seven, and it's you know that that goes either way. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, who else did we have playing? Uh, another tight game. Uh, Juggernaut playing uh, Demolicious, mm-hmm. and that's a ten nine game. Wow. I mean so- those. Those two games, that 7-8 and that 10-9, man, those are so much fun to be a part of. Mm-hmm. You know going into that seventh inning, it's like, you know, we just need one or two. How do I manufacture an extra run here? Yeah. Well, that's that's fantastic. Um, well, I mean, it, it, it was a, a kind of a smaller you know schedule this week, yeah. but um, this coming week, we've got a bunch of doubleheaders. Uh, I know, um, what are the 11 o'clock games? So the 11 o'clock games, um, here, I'll just help you guys out here. Um, the first two hours of the, of the field management mm-hmm. is going to be stellar. Um, you're just going to have pretty much uh, most of the teams that should have been in the top four playing in this, in this uh, 11 and 12 o'clock hour, and it's going to be all doubleheaders. So the games at uh, 11 is Big City Slams versus you know the team you're captaining now, TIE Fighters. Yeah, and TIE Fighters, if uh, you guys are wondering why I, I chose the name TIE Fighters, it's a, a, a play on kind of how the departed season went last uh, oh, last time. We ended, we ended up going, um, what, 3-0 and with three ties yeah. uh, during the regular season. So uh, just just having fun with it, I figured why not why not call us the TIE Fighters? So right. w- you know, maybe we can avoid tying anyone this year. That would be fun. Um, then you get uh, the other game at 11 o'clock is Guar versus Burgess on third base, which these teams didn't get to play last season. Oh, they didn't? They did not. Wow. Um, so this is this will be Virgin's first taste of, uh, of Guar. Mm-hmm. Well, that should be a fun game to it, watch. I'm really excited for this game. If you're looking at the um, players on the field, I, I think Guar across the board has the better players at every position. But at the key positions, they're about they're about the same. Mm. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, again, Virgins tends to uh, play really well together, and mm-hmm. they play loose and have fun. Um, and you know that that may be a, a a really good game to watch. A lot and, of offense, I would imagine. I would think so. I th- and I think it's an opportunity for Guar to kind of like come out, you know, firing. Right. You know, they're not happy they lost they, the the one championship of twenty twenty. They lose. I bet you they're coming out to score a bunch of runs. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that'll be great to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's that 12 o'clock hour look like? Okay, so now, now all the teams are basically going to do a round robin there at the 12. So you're going to get um, a rematch, Big City Slams versus Virgins. Wow, that's a rematch of the uh-huh. uh, playoff uh, round for the second tier bracket, mm-hmm. right? So, And then Guar versus TIE Fighters. Wow, and that's essentially a lot of the players from Departed with uh, some other players from you know Kickaholics right. on that team as well. So. Yeah, that should be a fun, uh, fun gathering of players too. I, I kind of see Guar versus uh, Tie Fighters is probably the game, the the game of the day. Yeah, so. we'll see how that that shakes out for for both teams. Um, we got one o'clock. One o'clock, we got. We got a doubleheader at one o'clock at Pitch Slap versus Juggernaut. Okay, and and Demolicious versus the Indie Team. Oh, awesome! Well, it'll, it'll be fun to see you know this indie Indie Team. Maybe it'll be a. Uh, and you, I didn't see it, the indie team listed as part of the teams, did we? Uh, they just got added this week. Oh, nice! So there'll yeah. be twelve teams. Yeah. No, no, there'll, there'll be. There was ten. This there, will be the eleventh. Oh, team. they are the eleventh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, two o'clock. Got a couple double headers. You got the gas, grass, and ass versus Juggernaut. So Juggernaut playing their second game of the mm-hmm. the, the day at yep. the two o'clock hour against gas, grass, and ass, and pitch slap versus the indie team. So they're gonna get their double header in too. Nice. All right, and three o'clock. There's just a single game. Single game, gas, grass, and ass versus twenty-one outs. Perfect. So there'll be a full bracket of games on playoff Sunday, 
football. I know, right? <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll try to rush out of there. And oh, I am so fucking glad I'm not playing. You know, past noon. What are the game? What time are the the, the football games on? Oh, I think it's a. They, it's a one o'clock game. One o'clock game for always. It's a one o'clock game. I think it's like a one and five. I feel like they try to move the games towards the primetime hours mm-hmm. on Sundays for. Okay, so it's, I've looked at it at 12 o'clock Eastern time and 3.40. Oh, so, excuse me, Pacific time. Pacific, I was going to say. Yeah. It was like, geez, yeah. I have to wake up at 9? So I got a 12 o'clock game and a 3.45 game. All right, so we're going to have to rush out of that second uh-huh. game for <laughs> the TIE Fighters. I mean, but still, we'll be able to catch it. Catch Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. I got the, the games this week. I got the, the, the playoffs for NFL. Can't miss that. All right, so let's talk let's oh God. Okay. a little bit a little bit outside the kickball realm just for a second since we got playoff football, the conference championships mm-hmm. this weekend. Who do you got in the games? Um, so we've got uh, the, the two games in the NFC. We've got the Green Bay yep. versus Tampa Bay. Buccaneers. the Buccaneers. So it's the battle of great <laughs> quarterbacks, uh, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Who do you uh, who do you have squeaking out that game? It's in Green Bay, mind you. Oh, I got Green Bay all day. I'm gonna take Green Bay. Uh, not only did I just win 177 bucks, my boy Travis, for his birthday for Green Bay. I think I'm gonna take Green Bay on this one, heavy. All right. So you so do you know what the spread is? Um, I think it's three and a, no, it's four. Four? Do you, so you got them covering the spread? I got them covering the spread. I, I tend to agree with you. Um, I, I think Green Bay in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is a man on a mission mm-hmm. this year. He, he appears to be playing his best football. Um, I don't know if Tampa Bay is going to be able to keep up with Green Bay's offense. Man, I, I don't know if those boys from Florida are prepared to play in like 25-degree temperature. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that game shakes out, and and the second game, um, being played is in the AFC for uh, Buffalo and Kansas City in Kansas City. Um, this to me is a fascinating game, and I've been talking to you about wh- how mm-hmm. I feel about Josh Allen as a quarterback. Um, I think he's going to be uh, a big deal. You've been trying to sell me on Josh Allen since last year when the Bills. Uh, lost. lost to the Titans when mm-hmm. and and you were telling me how how good he looked as a as a pro quarterback or how the mold and and you believe in the guy and shit like that I don't know I'm gonna take the Chiefs. <laughs> um, um, I, I go ahead. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Um, with Patrick Mahomes to cover the spread, without Patrick Mahomes to win but not cover the spread. I personally feel. Like Buffalo is a more complete football team. Hmm. Um, they've got both uh, you know, Singletary and Moss mm-hmm. at running back. I believe Moss is healthy. I, I'm not sure if Moss is actually out now that I'm thinking about it. But either way, um, they've got a running game. They've got a passing attack. They can win both ways, and they've got a solid, solid secondary. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this game plays out. I really would love to see okay. Go ahead. Who are you going to take, Stefan Diggs or Tyreek Hill? Listen, you can break down. <laughs> you can break down by position the best players. You can argue. You know, they've got the better quarter, quarterback. They obviously, better. they've got the better, the best wide receiver. Tyreek Hill by far. But at the same time, it's not just about single players. It's no. about 
a team. It and is. I personally feel like the better built team is in Buffalo this year. We'll see how it plays out. Obviously, the home field advantage, they actually get to have fans in Kansas mm-hmm. City. I'm pulling um, for uh, Patrick Mahomes, man. I hope he takes the field. I love Patrick Mahomes as a player, too. And I, and I think he's he, – I, I would anticipate that he'll play. I don't – I wouldn't want Buffalo to win on the technicality of not having to face. So you taking Buffalo? I am taking Buffalo to surprise Kansas City um, in that AFC championship game. And I also feel like this is the first matchup against two, uh, against with these new quarterbacks, quarterbacks. A new era of quarterbacks. This is going to be the Tom Brady, uh, Peyton Manning matchup. Eli that, Manning. Or no, it's an, no, um, they're the same conference. So these guys oh, yeah. get to see each other in the playoffs yeah. almost every year. Yeah. So this is more like uh, Drew Brees and Eli Manning, right? Or, uh, um, I would say I would say like this is uh, this is uh, Tom, Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. you know the, the Indianapolis Colts versus mm-hmm. you know New England, uh, or Ben Ben Roethlisberger versus yeah. you know Tom Brady. Resolve them, yeah. Yeah, so it, it'll be it'll be interesting to kind of see how this all plays out. I I'm really looking for uh, Josh Allen to put on a, a show here. All right, so you heard the bets. I got Green Bay over the Buccaneers, really hard, and uh, Ricky's got. He's got the Bills over uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. Fuck me, I'm tired. <laughs> over the Super Bowl champs. <laughs> over the Super Bowl champs. What a crazy guy! All right, well that's enough. That's enough from uh, from us tonight. I think that'll I call it a show. Dues. I didn't call it a show. You got anything else to say? Bye, ma. All right, let's take it easy. I've done my sentence, but committed no crime. And bad mistakes I've made a few